emanating from www.michaelnimmons.org. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. Thank you for joining us for yet another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. We appreciate you spending this hour with us. You can listen live to our show, which airs Tuesdays from 8 to 9 p.m. from blogtalkradio.com forward slash thinking out loud radio. You can listen and watch live from our Facebook fan page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio and you can stream the show live as we broadcast those of you who are on face on our facebook fan page you can listen to the show from the tol radio show player on the page and you can also ask us questions make comments give us a thumbs up or share a smile with us if you're with us on Facebook Live, share the feed on your page so your family, friends, neighbors, co-workers can join in this week's discussion. We're giving shout-outs from our Facebook fan page all throughout the show. Also, a special note, the month of October is going to be election month. And we're going to be interviewing and discussing the candidates in the race for mayor, city clerk, and more for the city of Detroit. We're excited about this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show because we have another very inspirational spotlight with my good friend, best-selling author and founder of the Motown Writers Network, Sylvia Hubbard. She is an exciting, dynamic, and definitely inspiring person indeed. And this is an interview that you don't want to miss. We'll also be discussing our question of the week. Do you believe that Donald Trump's recent comments about NFL players and their protests during the singing of the national anthem and his advice to owners that they all should be, in his words, fired? Do you believe they have actually done more good than harm? That's what I said. And so and no, I didn't ask the question backwards, but I said it this way because I believe something very significant is happening in our country during this very polarizing times and. We're going to get into it during the second half of the show. It's a conversation that you don't want to miss. Remember, this is also a call-in show where you can call us directly and ask questions or leave a comment. The phone number to call the show is 646-787-1615. That number again is 646-787-1615. Remember to follow us on social media accounts all of our social media accounts for that matter on Twitter at TOL Radio Show on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show and on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com thinking out loud radio in this week's current events segment uh, we begin in Nashville Tennessee where deranged gunman Emmanuel Sampson 25 who according to CNN reports shot Melanie Smith 39 as she was walking through the Burnett Baptist Church parking lot then the shooter entered the church doors with two pistols and began indiscriminately shooting. There were approximately 50 people inside the church. Six people were wounded. During a struggle with usher Robert Engel, the gunman mistakenly shot himself. No, no motive has been determined to explain this violent exchange in the house of God. Unbelievable. Our thoughts and prayers are with the family of Melanie Smith who lost her life during this violent altercation as well as those who were wounded and traumatized by this deranged man in other news Donald Trump that's right I said it Donald Trump again over the weekend in a rally in Alabama President Trump enraged the sports world with his comments directed towards NFL players who disrespect the flag by taking a knee and offered his advice on what NFL owners should be doing here's what he said wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag to say, get that son of a bitch off the field right now, out, he's fired. He's fired!
You know, some owner's going to do that. He's going to say, that guy that disrespects our flag, he's fired. And that owner, they don't know it. They don't know it. They're friends of mine, many of them. They don't know it. They'll be the most popular person for a week. They'll be the most popular person in this country, because that's a total disrespect of our heritage. That's a total disrespect of everything that we stand for, okay? Everything that we stand for. And I know we have freedoms, and we have freedom of choice, and many, many different freedoms. But you know what? It's still totally disrespectful. And you know, when the NFL ratings are down massively, massively, the NFL ratings are down massively. Now, the number one reason happens to be that they like watching what's happening on, you know, with yours truly. They like what's happening. This, because, you know, today, if you hit too hard, right? They hit too hard, 15 yards, throw him out of the game. They had that last week. I watched for a couple of minutes, and two guys just really beautiful tackle. Boom, 15 yards. The referee gets on television. His wife is sitting at home. She's so proud of him. They're ruining the game, right? They're ruining the game. Hey, look, that's what they want to do. They want to hit, okay? They want to hit, but, but it is hurting the game. But you know what's hurting the game more than that? When people like yourselves turn on television and you see those people taking the knee when they're playing our great national anthem, The only thing you could do better is if you see it, even if it's one player, leave the stadium. I guarantee things will stop. Things will stop. Just pick up and leave. Pick up and leave. Not the same game anymore, anyway. Yep, that's right. President Trump said those words during a rally last Friday over the weekend in Alabama. In a related story, LeBron James publicly bashes President Trump for his off-the-color remarks regarding the NFL player protests and what NFL owners should be doing. LeBron, along with many other athletes, not just from the NFL, but from the entire sports world, have begun to chime in about Trump, about what Trump had to say. Here's what LeBron James had to say. What's up with y'all people? Um... Just giving y'all a little bit more in-depth insight about my tweet uh, from earlier. Um, you know, I think it's basically at a point where I'm kind of, you know, just a little frustrated, man. Just um, because this guy that we've um, put in charge has, has tried to divide us once again. And obviously, we all know what happened with Charlottesville and, and, and the divide that that caused. And... And now it's even hitting more home for me now even more because he's now using um, sports as the platform to try to divide us. And, and um, we all know how much sports brings us together, um, how much passion it has, how much we love and care and, you know, the friendships and everything that it creates. And for him to try to use this platform to divide us even more, um, it's not something I can stand for and it's not something I could be quiet about. Um, you know, you just... You look at him um, kind of asking, you know, the NFL owners to to get rid of players off the field because uh, they're, you know, exercising their rights, and, and that's not right. And then, you know, when I wake up, I see that, you know, a colleague of mine has been uninvited of something that he said he didn't even want to go to in the first place, um, you know, to the White House. Um, you know, that's just something I can't stand for, man, and we got – you know, you know, Jamil Hill and Colin Kaepernick and, you know, all these people are speaking up and, you know, it's for the great of cause. It's for it's for us to all come together. It's not about a division. It's not about dividing. We as American people need to actually just come together even more stronger, man, because this is a very critical time. And me being a, in the position I am, I had to voice this to y'all. So. And I'm not a big LeBron James fan, but I have to give him props for standing up and speaking out on behalf of his friend, uh, Steph Curry. And finally, another story that's in some ways related, gaining traction in the sports world is Trump's 
uninvitation of Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. Trump tweeted out that going to the White House is considered an honor and a privilege. Steph Curry is hesitating, therefore an invitation is withdrawn. Steph had some thoughts on Trump's on Trump's tweet. Here's what he had to say. And I had no idea what they were talking about. Um, I hadn't seen social media, and uh, it was kind of applauding me for kind of sticking to my my own beliefs about the whole situation. Um, and from there, I kind of opened up Twitter, saw uh, what he said, and it's kind of crazy because knew going into it today, it was a good big opportunity for us as a team and organization to kind of talk about um, what the situation was. And like we've all said all summer, um, or you know, Bob said it, Joe said it, Coach Kerr said it, we were going to talk about it as a team today. It's kind of funny that... Uh, that tweet was sent before we had a chance to get together as a team. So, um, it is what it is. Uh, my stance is, is the same as it was yesterday, and even kind of cemented even further about um, how things have, in our country have gone, especially with him, you know, representing us. And, and for me, not in, in, a, in a very damaging way, but. We have an opportunity still in February to figure out what we're going to do to celebrate the championship, and that's what this is about. Um, that's why we're having this conversation because we want a championship, and that's the position we're in, and we want to take that, you know, advantage, take advantage of that opportunity, and we will. What was your that first thought when you read that? What was your first thought when you see the president calling out your name? Uh, it's kind of, I mean, surreal to be honest. I mean, just. I don't, I don't, I don't know, you know, why he feels the need to target certain individuals, other, than, you know, rather than others. I have an idea of why, but um, it's, it's kind of a, it's just kind of beneath, I think, a, a leader of a country to, to go that route. Let me just make a correction, if I may, um, in the story regarding LeBron James. He was actually responding to. Uh, Donald Trump's tweet uninviting Steph Curry to the White House, but he also included in that response uh, the um, and so this is really what was going on when LeBron James was responding to uh, President Trump's tweet regarding his uninvite or uninvitation to uh, Warriors uh, star point guard Steph Curry. That is the current events for uh, this week uh, on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to get right into our interview with best-selling author, blogger, and founder of the Motown Writers Network, Sylvia Hubbard. We'll be right back. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. It's their birthday and need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Design specializes in custom-made, all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic. A tax service design with you in mind.
It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We are back. We're back on this uh, edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And in this very inspirational person spotlight, I'm very happy to have on this show uh, literary diva of Michigan, blogger, award-winning Detroit author, founder of the Motown Writers Network and Michigan Literary Network Radio, uh, Thinking Out Loud radio listeners, it's my pleasure to introduce to some and present to others, uh, Sylvia Hubbard. Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm very honored. (laughs) I'm glad that you agreed to be on the show with us. Uh, You are definitely a very uh, inspirational person indeed. Now... Uh, I was looking at your your bio. We are also mm-hmm. Twitter um, uh, followers of each other, and um, mm-hmm. you just have a very impressive bio. So, um, tell me um, how did tell me when and and what really inspired you to get started writing. Well, I was actually my mother. She uh, she said when I was little, I used to lie to her a lot. And and um, <laughs> after she would give me my butt whooping, I would have to go and write the lie down as punishment and then mm. come back and read it to her. And then I saw that, you know, my lies look better on paper, you know, than seeing them <laughs> and they were less painful. So I started writing them down all the time because then when I wrote them down, I could expand on them. I could make them bigger, you know, and they became these stories, you know, these what ifs or if this didn't happen then this happened or and I, I just really got into just learning how to tell stories and the the ways, you know, uh storytellers uh move crowds. You know, words are I I learned early in life words are powerful and, and how they can sway people to, you know, think the way you think and be affected by what you say. So I do have to thank my mother, you know, my pain became my pleasure. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and um, so it was like, yeah, I just continued on just continuing with writing, you know, all my life. Just, you know, life got in the way kind of like with college and everything. But, you know, once I had children, um, I decided you know, when I had my daughter, my first daughter, I was like, I can't be a hypocrite and tell her, you know, follow your dreams, follow your goals, follow your passions if I wasn't doing the same thing. And I got right back on the writing bug and just exploded like in 2000, decided to, well, I'm publish my work. Um, I needed a supplemental income because I was getting divorced and my mom actually encouraged me. She was like, well, you need something. So just, you know, use your talent. She's like, even if you just sell a hundred books, a hundred books a month, that's that extra income you needed. Because I was complaining. I was like, if I just had an extra hundred dollars and she encouraged me to do that. So I published and, you know, ever since then, you know, I've been a a little bit more than a hundred (laughs) dollars. <laughs> but yeah, I do have to thank her for just you know, just encouraging me, just showing me that, you know, my talent can be my my income, you know, my passion can be, you know, my profits. So I, I do love and appreciate her. I didn't appreciate the pain at the time, but right. I appreciate her now. <laughs> I know, I know. But but there has to be a great level of satisfaction in uh, doing something that you love to do and then getting paid to do it as well. Right. It, it's a kind of a wonderful experience. It's, it's always shocking. You know, whenever I get a royalty check, I'm just like, wow, mm. you know, I, I was having fun doing this. You know, you're you're <laughs> enjoying it mm. and, you know, you get paid for it. It's just always wonderful. It's wonderful <laughs> and amazing to me. I'm always amazed. At the same time, like, oh, this is great. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I'm sure you are. I've, 
I've experienced that a little bit. I haven't really got any royalty checks yet, but um, I'm I'm moving on to my second book. I published my first book um, a few years ago, and God has really blessed us to sell over 500 or more copies of that right. first book. So um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not quite to your level yet, but uh, hopefully I'll, I'll get there real <laughs> soon. <laughs> I mean, it's it's always good because, like, I mean, even when you can take that check and, like, you know, your children can see, you know, what what your passion is paying off, you know, and, mm-hmm. and showing them. And I always tell writers, you know, even if it's a check for, like, $10, show, show that child that. You know, when we go to book signings, you know, mm-hmm. the kids would see, you know, I was making this money. And then right. afterwards we'd say, well, if we sold this many books, then we can do this together. And right. they would see that. They were like, okay, well, let's help mom. Let's, let's get out there. You know, people come right. by the table and they'd be like, buy a book. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> because they understood this was our income. This was our extra income. And I always tell right. people, get your kids involved because a lot of people don't, especially single parents, they're like, well, you know, they don't got to know all the struggles. Well, you have to because you should be teaching your kids to live by with by themselves without you. So right. they need to understand Absolutely. this is how things go. This is how things run. This is right. how you have to do things. You know, everything should so be true. a teaching moment. That is so true. <laughs> I've already incorporated my my kids into what I what I what I do and and book signings mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So they know they know about uh, they know about all that. <laughs> um, right, and I, I do especially like if you're doing a small business, any type of small business, you should be incorporating your children into right. it. They need to know the hard work it took to keep those lights on or buy that bag of chips or enjoy mm-hmm. those shoes that they're walking in. They need to know the hard work of every little piece of food, of scrap they decide to throw away, how much you worked to get that. Absolutely. They need to understand that. And right. as a small business owner, I I implore everyone get your children involved from the get go so they understand and then they can take that entrepreneur spirit with them you know we were always encouraged we should always be encouraging you know have extra streams of income have always something you can fall back on well if they don't see it then they won't know it so Mm. you need to show it right that's so true that is so true wow (laughs) (laughs) um so so according to your bio, you you've written a lot mm-hmm. of romance romance novels. Um, what what yeah. got you interested into romance novels? Well, um, I like I said, I have been writing a long time, and I was twelve years old. And my mom always took us to the library because she was studying for her bachelor's, her master's, all the time. She was always in school. That's all I remember as a little girl. Mm-hmm. So we would spend, you know, days at, you know, Wayne State University, you know, weekends were at the library. You know, after school, we were either at school with her or in a library. So we were in the library one day, and I, I think I had to have been about 11 or 12, and I walked, I was looking for my mom. I walked past the romance section, and I saw one of these Fabio covers, you know, where he's just stripped down naked, and the girl's in front of him with this beautiful flowing dress covering all his little parts and I wanted this book (laughs) I wanted this book so bad but I knew they would never let me check this book out but it I mean I love to read I I would read anything and my mom always gave us the classics we we grew up on Tolkien and Austin and Shakespeare you know unlike other kids in Detroit you know I didn't even read a a Baldwin book until I was in college literally and my mom was a social science teacher and an African-American history teacher but we literally read the classics up until the time I was a teenager um so I saw this romance cover and I was like I have to have this book and I stole it I did I did I stole it from the library (laughs) but I I did bring it back like about 20 years later (laughs) (laughs) I just left it on the counter and walked away (laughs) but I stole this book and the next day and I didn't take it out our first. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Right, I am from Detroit, so you know. <laughs> but <laughs> but I I took it to church the next day because I didn't take uh, it out of my bag because I knew everybody in my house would see it. I took uh-huh. it to church the next day and I put it in between my Bible and I sat back in the church and I know me and God are gonna have a real long talk when I get up to heaven. <laughs> but, <laughs> I sat back in that church the and they couldn't believe. Right. But <laughs> I stole the book and the, right. I got a lot of I got a lot of forgiveness to ask for. <laughs> but I read that book and I could not believe how just in depth it was, how it, this writer took me. Like literally I was there. Mm. feeling what they were feeling, seeing what they were seeing. And I just knew I I wanted to write happily ever after. I mean, I just knew that that's what I wanted to write. And um, that's what I've been writing. You know, even though I write, you know, I can write psychological romance or suspense romance, thriller romance. Um, Mm. You can go down the line, contemporary romance. I can write all of that, but they all have the the same criteria is that a romance must have a happily ever after. And even wow. though sometimes it doesn't feel like it's going to be a happily ever after, I'm going to make it a happily ever after, even if I have to kill everybody to make sure these people are happy. <laughs> but they will have their happily ever after. But I just, I love the genre. I love how, you know, people will do anything and how love and we as humans, you know, can go through everything but understand that once we 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 find that love and feel that love for another person that nothing nothing should be impossible. Mm, right, right. Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love expressing it. And in a city of Detroit where, you know, most of my stories take place and when people don't think, you know, love should be here, I love showing people that love can be here. And there are a billion love stories, and I'm only at 45, so i got a long way to go. (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. What an amazing um, what an amazing outlook on life and love and love. So that's that's awesome. That is absolutely awesome. I know I have listeners out here that are go, will be listening to the show, and they're listening now, and they're you know they have books in them that they haven't mm-hmm. written. They they want to get them out. They want to. They don't, but they they don't know how to to get them out. So what advice? can you give to someone who wants to break into writing and wants to get started? What kind of advice can you give to them? Start where you are. There is no wrong way to tell your story. So if you are thinking about writing a book and it's the scene in the book that's prevalent in your mind, write that scene and then Mm. start there and write the book. And and give yourself license to write wrongly because you're a creative writer. There's no perfect way to write. So it's your writing. And you can finish it if you stop thinking you're doing it wrong because there's no way for you to do wrong when you're doing yourself. Mm. So just write it finish it, and then give it to an editor and let them make the corrections and interpret it to the reader correctly. But for right now, start where you are and give yourself permission to write wrongly. Mm, Give yourself permission to write wrongly. (laughs) Right, because I know that sounds crazy, but people just think, well, I'm not writing like this or I'm not writing like this. Well, that's because you're writing like you. So write like you and say it's okay because you're okay. There's nothing wrong with you. So just right. write. Tell us about the, 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 the Motown Writers Network. I created Motown Writers Network actually the same year I published a book. And it was more out of self-love. <laughs> I always call it <laughs> selfish love. That's what I usually <laughs> call it. 
um, mm-hmm. when I started like trying to find out how to market a book, and nobody would tell me I'd have to go and take their courses. And I didn't have that kind of money to take their courses. So I had to kind of sit back and say, well, how can I cipher information out of people without paying for it? (laughs) 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 What I started doing was I built this little website and I put a newsletter on it. And I was like, hey, let me interview you. And I Mm. found that authors love to talk about their marketing strategies. Yes, they tell everything for, you know, a small website that just wants to promote authors. (laughs) (laughs) And I was finding out all this information, and I didn't even expect people to sign up. I had never promoted the site, actually. In its first year, I never promoted it. And then people were signing up for this newsletter because, you know, I – put their, you know, I do the interview, put their picture in their book and links to where they could buy the book. And people was loving it because I'd have all this marketing information that was not available out there. So Mm -hmm. it was like so awesome. In our first year, we got like 75 people signed up for a newsletter that I never promoted. Wow. (laughs) And now we've grown to almost like 100,000 on our mailing list. So it's kind of cool. Right, it's kind of cool that, you know, we're, yes, and we're still, like, people are still joining and signing up, and we just, I mean, I love the attention, like, you know, that people call me the book lady or the Michigan diva lady or something like that, literary lady or something, you know, they know when I come around, you know, I'm I'm usually talking about books, (laughs) 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 and it's kind of cool, um, and it's it's really wonderful because that's what I love. I love reading books. I love writing books. I love giving books away. So, you know, it's it's kind of a, a really cool thing to have, you know, that notoriety of people understanding who we are. We meet every second Saturday, and our goal basically is for Motown Writers Network is to help writers get to their literary goals and also to connect readers to Michigan authors. Mm. So we meet every second Saturday at the main library. Um, We bring in experts or other authors, and they talk about their literary journey or what they have accomplished. I'm glad that we have someone here who is an expert. She's written over, (laughs) she's written 40 books and have 20 uh, projects still waiting, uh, you know, waiting to to be produced. So, I mean, that's amazing. That is amazing. Sylvia, I am just thrilled that you are on our show on today. And on behalf of all of our listeners on the Thinking Out Loud radio show, we just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank Thank you, thank you you for all of your advice, all of your great insights, and we wish you much success in everything that you uh, continue to do. And uh, we It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister Michael Nimmons. It's their birthday and need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specializes in custom-made, all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service design with you in mind. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. 
We hope that you enjoyed this VIP spotlight with our friend Sylvia Hubbard, who is a very inspiring person indeed. As I listen to her remarkable story and how she's able to juggle being a single mother of three who has written 40 books with 20 books that are still waiting to be completed, that's absolutely remarkable. Plus, she founded the Motown Writers Network, which is a great resource for seasoned as well as aspiring authors. Sylvia is a best-selling author on Amazon, which is a very hard thing to do. Online sales is a tough market to crack, but she's done it in grand fashion. Congratulations, Sylvia. Another reason we were happy to have Sylvia on the show this week is because we know that there are aspiring authors who listen to our show. People who have books in them yet to write, but they just don't know how to get started. One thing that I love that she said in her interviewing is that in order to get started, you've got to give yourself permission to be yourself. One of the biggest obstacles of writing is getting out of your own way. You really have to give yourself permission to be creative and let yourself be free to tell your own story. I tell aspiring authors all the time that there is more than one way to write a book. Just like they say there's more than one way to skin a cat. Uh, but you you don't have to sit down at a desk and pull out a notepad and start writing. I know authors who got a good digital recorder and just started talking into this device and recording their thoughts. And then they gave it the files to an editor who put their words on paper. So I hope that this interview helped those of you out there that are listening that always wanted to write a book but just didn't know how to get started. This is a great advice coming from a seasoned author who's already doing and has done some great things. If you're interested in becoming a member of the Motown Writers Network, just go to www.motownwriters.wordpress.com. If you want to find out more about Sylvia Hubbard, you can visit her website at www. SylviaHubbard.com Well, we're going to take another quick break, but when we come back, we're going to get right into our question of the week. Do you think Trump's comments over the weekend has actually done more good than harm? That's what I said. More good than harm. I'm sure you're used to hearing it the other way around. I think so, and I'll tell you why when we come back. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. you were deficient who told you that you were nothing who told you that you were worthless who told you that you had no value purchase our book who told you that you were naked from our website michaelnimmons.org don't delay do it today also available on amazon Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag? To say, get that son of a off the field right now. Out. He's fired. He's fired. 
We're back, and as promised, we're getting right into our question of the week. Do you think Trump's recent comments about the NFL protests and what the owners should do to players that disrespecting the flag by kneeling should be fired? Do you think his comments are doing more good than harm? That's what I said. Do you think they're doing more good than harm? I'm sure you're used to hearing it the other way around. His comments have seemed to embolden the NFL athletes and owners to join together to collectively show the country and the world who is really responsible for dividing the country. Players in the NFL, even a player in Major League Baseball, took a knee during their Sunday televised game to show the country that they're standing, uh, they're standing united and they're not a part of the problem, but they're a part of the solution. Players and owners locked arms and knelt together during the national anthem, united against their formidable adversary, Donald Trump. I mean, Trump or Trump, Trump. <laughs> what did I say? Donald Trump. And let's be clear, kneeling during the national anthem is not meant to disrespect those who fought and died in the military for this country or this flag probably or what they, or whom this flag probably proudly represents. But they are kneeling to bring attention to the many racial injustices that blacks and other minorities are facing in this country. And obviously what this president doesn't seem to understand, probably because he uh he needs to take a a basic civics class somewhere uh, is that every citizen of this country has the right to protest. Every citizen of this country is given the right of free speech afforded by the Constitution of the United States. So these athletes have the right to use their platform to protest the injustices that blacks and other minorities face in this country. And if it means kneeling during the national anthem to the chagrin of racist white supremacists everywhere, then so be it. Colin Kaepernick, Michael Bennett, Marshawn Lynch, and other athletes like them are not kneeling to disrespect military personnel or those who fought uh, in, in, in wars uh, uh, to protect the flag and to protect the American people. But they're kneeling for Freddie Gray and for Sandra Bland and for Trayvon Martin and Mike Brown and other blacks who've fallen at the hands of police brutality. This is an unfortunate epidemic that more attention needs to be given to. And what better platform than the National Football League where 70% of the NFL players look just like those African Americans of whom they decided to take a knee. We talked just two weeks ago about police brutality doing our, our Black and Blue podcast and how Seattle Seahawks defensive lineman Michael Bennett was accosted by Las Vegas police for being black in the wrong place at the wrong time. And this is an unfortunate presupposition that is imposed upon African Americans no matter the background. But what makes this country the greatest country in the world is the freedom of expression. That's right, the right to protest, the right to petition the government for a redress of policies and practices. These are some of the fundamental principles that this nation's founding fathers thought was important enough to include in one of its most important documents. That's right, the Constitution of these United States. So, Trump's most dominant role, which I believe the majority of Americans will probably agree is divider-in-chief. One of the primary roles of the POTUS is, uh, the, as the most powerful man in the free world, is to bring the country together. But the only thing that Trump has been pretty successful at doing since he's been in office is, a, is, a, is to divide the country and to race his pockets that do nothing but serve his selfish self-interest. But with regard to the question of the week, I believe that Trump's consistent divisive remarks have actually had the opposite effect on the majority of Americans. This country is starting to unite against him, if nothing else, but to show that we're not like him. We're better than him because we recognize our flaws. We're better because we want to be better. I hope you're listening, Mr. Trump. Well, we want to take an, our last break of the show. And when we come back, we're going to give you our thought of the week. Stay close. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Helen Keller once said, the only thing worse than being blind is having sight. 
but no vision. What a truly profound and compelling statement. Our book entitled Vision is strategically designed to give you the tools you need to see yourself and your future in a whole new way. Vision, coming soon. Visit michaelnemons.org for more details. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Welcome to the inaugural edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. As promised, we're going to be talking about your president. That's right, your president, Donald Trump. I mean, Trump or Trump. What did I say? <laughs> you know what I mean. Just recently, Angela arrived in a recent interview on CNN about the meeting Donald Trump Jr. had with Russian officials in Trump Tower during his father's presidential campaign. She said, in essence, we're talking about your president. The Thinking Out Loud radio show is now available on TuneIn, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Subscribe today. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. It's time. Time. For the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Thought of the Week. We're back, and our Thought of the Week comes from Psalms 133 and 1. Where David writes, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. There's that word again, unity. The Bible speaks of unity in this way because with unity comes strength. I'm sure you've heard it said before, there's strength in numbers. There's another scripture in Acts, the second chapter, which personifies what happens when people come together on one accord in one place. Great things indeed can happen. One thing we can say about the civil rights movement of the 1960s was that they were unified in their marches, protests, and demonstrations. Dr. King emphasized this point throughout his tenure as the leader of this movement. We have to be unified in what we do, and we ain't going to let nobody turn us around. The protests that are taking place around the country, whether it be in NFL stadiums, baseball diamonds, basketball arenas or crowded city streets the purpose and objective remains the same injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere our union is not perfect if we refuse to work on our imperfections if we continue to act as if the problems that plague this country do not exist or we gloss over them without giving them their proper due and attention we only serve to do ourselves more harm than good let us continue to pray for this great country of ours. The word of God reminds us in 2 Chronicles seven fourteen: If my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal the land. If there's one thing that this nation is in dire need of, and that is healing. Our prayer for this country should be for the Lord to heal the land. I want to give special thanks to our very inspirational person, Sylvia Hubbard, Hubbard, for being on our show tonight. Again, remember, if you want to become a member of the Motown Writers Network, visit www.motownwriters.wordpress.com or get information on where you can purchase any of Sylvia's 40, that's right, I said 40 romance novels. Visit www.sylviahubbard.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast for this show on iTunes, Google Play Music, and tune in. Follow us on Twitter at TOL Radio Show and Instagram at The TOL Radio Show. And like our Facebook fan page, facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio. Remember, uh, Remember, last week's podcast was about uh, our book, uh, Naked, behind the story of our book. You need to get that. You need to listen to it. Go ahead. It's available on iTunes uh, and, and Google Play Music and tune in. Take a few minutes and listen to that podcast. And again, our book is available for $14.95 on Amazon. You can go to our website, michaelnemons.org, to purchase a copy of this powerful and dynamic book Do it today Do it today If you're an entrepreneur um, And you are 
you have a product or a service that you want to advertise, we would love for you to advertise right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Send us an email at contact at michaelnimmons.org. That's right. Do it today. Go to, go to contact at michaelnimmons.org. Send us an email, and we would love to for you to become a partner with us and become a part of the Thinking Out Loud radio show family. We've got some very affordable advertising packages available. And finally, remember, October is going to be election month on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. If you want to get to know the candidates in the race for mayor, city clerk, and more, then you need to tune in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show in October. That's right. Tell a neighbor, tell a friend, tell somebody about what's going on on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Well, we'll see you same time, same station next week with another Power Pack show just for you. And so until next time, if you think it, then you can believe it. If you believe it, then you'll see it. If you can see it, then you will be it. If you can be it, then you will achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. Emanating from www.michaelnimmons.org. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons.